0: I don't, I, I, they're getting better and I like them. Uh, half hour wasted. Mm-hmm. They're pretty good. Episode
1: 17. The moon with the rebel base will
0: be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Move your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. The only podcast that rhymes with calf tower pasted. And now, here are your hosts, Brad Milo and Frank A. Rencon. And I have to agree. Half hour wasted. Is getting better. What My about mic was off. Oh, we are getting better. <laughs> I agree. We. What do you think about that? It was pretty awesome. So let's kind of let's kind of lead you guys into what happened. Uh, I Wait guess a minute. Is this is episode seventeen. Seventeen half hour wasted. Welcome half back. Wasted. Yes, it has been a while. Um, so on episode 260 of Comic Geek Speak, they had Chuck, uh, Chuck, Chuck Chuck, Satterley, Chuck Chuck Satterley, and, of um, Marcosia Comics. Yes. And he just happened. A gentleman and a scholar. Yes. And he just happened to mention, they were talking about podcasts. They were. And he just happened to mention ours unsolicited.
1: That's right. They were, Peter was in the middle of saying, uh, something about somebody's podcast and then. Here I've got the audio right here. so oh, you got the whole thing. We're so yeah, proud of this. It's real. It's real quick. You know, some of the podcasts that I'm enjoying that I found through CGS. Uh, I'm going to start that over because that was pretty low.
0: Here okay. <laughs> Brad. You know, some up. of the podcasts that I'm enjoying that I found through CGS. Uh, I don't. I, I, they're getting better, and I like them. Uh, half hour wasted. Mm-hmm. They're pretty good. That's Brad and Frank down in Texas. Yeah. Um, I mean that that's just one off the top of my head.
1: So that was pretty cool. That was wow. the other voice was Peter Rios of CGS.
0: That was kind of, I heard that and I got really excited. I think I
1: wet myself <laughs> when I heard that.
0: How cool was that, Brad? That was awesome. Wow! In fact, I think you called me and you told me to listen to it. You're like Sweet. Go to this time art, and I and you must have called me because every time you call me, I'm always either asleep, and I always <laughs> have the yeah, hello, Brad. <laughs> yeah. And you have to kind of talk me back to earth. Frank, it's Brad. Huh? What? Are we recording? No, mom. And then, um, (laughs) you know, you told me, just listen to that. And that was just, that made my day. And uh, of course, as you guys know, we have been gone for a little more than a week. We apologize. Dang. Dang. Life (laughs) life has just been. uh, Life's been crazy. Yeah, I've been. Moving out of my apartment to a new place. And and, um, and work has just gotten me, and normally we do yeah. these on the weekends, but it just it just wasn't happening last weekend. So we'll, we'll always try to be on a regular schedule, but sometimes life's little um, bumps get in the way. But we are here, and it's actually Monday, and
1: we're on our lunch hour. That's right. In. And I'm eating, I'm on this diet that's driving me crazy. I'm on this mm-hmm. cleansing diet, mm-hmm. and I'm having to eat lean meats, lots of fresh vegetables, and I try to stay away from uh all sugars and and uh car- carbohydrates.
0: And Brad, you're actually looking you're looking a little lean there. You're Thank looking you. pretty good. I think
1: it's working. Yeah. I'm eating a, a grilled chicken salad from a Waterburger. For those of you that don't have Waterburgers in your towns. Sorry about that.
0: Yeah. And I'm eating I'm eating number 1, which mm-hmm. is a, a hamburger fries and drink. i mm-hmm. I'm it not looks, on a diet. It's
1: a lot better than mine.
0: <laughs> it is. Well, okay, so how are we going to start this episode? Well, first of all, we're going to talk about Fantastic Four the movie. Yes, we are. We both saw it separately, and we'll talk about that in a bit, mm-hmm. but let's go into comments. Yeah. Let me find my comments. Are they way over there again? Uh, here, tell you, what, you read the first one. I'll find mine.
1: All right. Spider Joe 31. Spider Joe 31. Uh, Joe Trevino. Trevino, as my brother says. Uh, says, uh, I just wanted to weigh in on the Pirates 3 movie. I was so defeated before I went and saw it because of what I heard on Half Hour Wasted. Sorry, Joe. What did help was watching the first two and then going to see it. Thanks for whoever mentioned that. I think that was me, but it doesn't matter. Because I was so looking forward to being so disappointed, it wasn't as much as I feared. There were definitely scenes where I was looking at my watch, like the Davy Jones locker segment, and you did feel the almost three hours, but still not as bad as I feared. Thank you, Half Hour Wasted, for scaring me into liking this movie more than I would have.
0: Yeah, and you know, that's. I mean, movie reviews are always going to be kind of different. It's all subjective. Granted, I didn't see it. You did, so.
1: I did. So actually, that was three hours wasted.
0: Three hours wasted. Uh, The next one is from Joe Bob Kim, or June Bob Kim, I'm sorry, (laughs) self-indulgent. I think you guys are doing the right thing by reading comments out loud on the show. Brad, by the way, I was quite impressed by your South Dakota accent. My boss's family is from there, and his whole family talks like that. It was good to hear it again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was good. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Good good South Dakota um, stock there. Stock.
1: JB's a good kid. Mm. Uh, Eighties junkie, Dennis Pooh. Miles musing out loud: Was he in Austin? Did he live in Dallas? Whatever he says. I was born and raised in Dallas and moved to Austin a couple years ago. John Mayo lives here too. CGS fans will know who that is. Mm -hmm. Speaking of which, did you guys do the CGS audio intro to the Mayo Report? Uh, Just asking, since it seems like it could have come from you guys. No, we didn't. I think, in fact, uh, Brian Deemer at one point said somebody at his, some guy at his office did that for him he had a good voice over voice so he did that
0: okay uh next one is from russell which russell thank you very much for putting that link on your website yeah heroesmask.com cool, we'll put a link in our show notes mm-hmm. for that um it's right up there in the, in the upper left it's yeah cool. of the and you have a and you have a very cool website it looks like you have something planned um for it you know i know how that take how that goes you just have to to plan it out uh, as a person who has all who has had all of his comments read on the show i don't think it's self indulgent at all smiley face I I think at some point you may uh when you become big podcaster and rock stars which should be soon. Yeah, whatever. Uh you'll have to limit the comments you read or else uh it'll take more than a half hour then you'll have then you'll have to change your name to like an hour wasted or several hours wasted or just a waste of time. Thank you Russell, Heroes Mask and visit his website at heroesmask.com.
1: Yeah, that's not going to happen. I mean, not not me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not visiting his Not Russell's me mask. visiting
1: his website but Us becoming, what did he say? Big rock stars. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I'll visit your website, I promise, but... Because that will happen.
0: We are eating while we're recording. Mm
1: -hmm. I don't know if you can tell or not. Uh, Jay Evans says...
0: I think you should do this whole segment since it involves your brother. Okay,
1: Jay Evans says, y'all should probably limit the number of comments read from now on, maybe just stuff that's important, or new listeners, that sort of thing. And having guests like June Bob and other people, especially people who live right down the road from you, on the show is a good idea. Uh, Jay Evan lives in Denton, which is twenty five minutes away. So that's he was that, he was soliciting uh, being on the show.
0: Which um, Jay Evan, by the way, he went to go see that band Lovey. They played in uh-huh. Denton this past weekend. Oh yeah, I couldn't make it because of a previous engagement, but I think he was going to try to go. So cool. I'd like to hear his take on the band. yeah. Jay
1: Evan, leave us a comment. Let you know what you thought about that. Um, then my brother again says, self indulgent. I, for one, am certainly not, but I'm sick and tired of being told that I am. Which, of course, is a a Monty Python reference, for those of you who know that. Then he posts another comment, says, Jay Evan, good job putting the apostrophe in the correct place. Most people choose the ya apostrophe l l version, which makes no sense. Brad, tell everyone how it's really, I couldn't care less, rather than the more commonly missaid, I could care less. Always incredibly correct, Brad's bro. Then he he posted that comment under the name J. Evan Fan. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I've noticed that some people will, instead of Y apostrophe all, y'all, mm-hmm. that'd be ya apostrophe all, and that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. Uh, you know, I had a perfect drop for that, and here it is. That doesn't make sense. And then, uh, yeah, I'm always, one of my pet peeves is uh, when people say, I could care less about that. Mm-hmm. Well, if you could care less, that means that implies that you do care. So the actual There's proper There's some
0: caring that is left to be done.
1: Yeah. And the actual proper thing to say is I couldn't I could not care less. Yeah. I care the least amount possible for that.
0: And then uh Jay Evan went on to say, "Happy birthday, Brad. I suppose uh we'll have to hear about uh some more delicious cake that we won't get to eat." And that was uh last week was your birthday. It we was I record. turned
1: I turned 38.
0: All right, Brad.
1: And uh, I've learned that growing old is not necessarily a bad thing. Oh, God. growing old doesn't get bad. I think I just blew out the levels on that. I apologize. Oh, for look that. at that. All right, and then uh, Bob Heine says thanks for the tip about Internet Movie Database. Good luck reading all these comments inside of thirty minutes. Props to both of you. Great stuff. By the way, have you gone, or are you planning to go to the Star Wars exhibit at the Fort Worth Museum of Science and History? I will be taking the boys soon. Later. Um, yeah. No, I haven't. I think it's a little out of my price range of tickets, but it looks really, really cool.
0: Um, yeah, I, I have every intention of going, but uh, I haven't made any concrete plans. But it's like the technology of Star Wars. Uh, we're out of here in Dallas, so it's really not that, that you know, it's about a 30, 45-minute drive to Fort Worth. But... Um, I kinda plan to go. Unfortunately I don't know that much about it, only has something to do with Star Wars and technology. Yeah. Now you you had something you wanted to talk about Mouse Guard, didn't you? Oh wait. You got me in the middle of you? Of of Can you hear that chewing? <laughs> yeah. Um well at, I'll take this point to remind everyone to support your local comic book stores. Oh, and next week, Brad, uh, kinda unrelated to the show, but I'm uh-huh. gonna be hosting for the Carrollton Public Library. This is Carrollton, it's a suburb of, of Dallas. Uh, battle of the Brains. I've done this last year. It's Nerd. Like big, it's like a trivia contest for families. Cool. Oh, yeah, that. I remember when you did that last and year. And so uh, I'll be the MC for that. Awesome. And Awesome. Computer's acting weird today. Neat. It is, it is. Yeah, Maybe it's because of
1: these windows are open. Mm-hmm. What I was going to bring up right now was um, Bob Heine uh, reminded me of it. The next Dallas Comic Con is coming
0: up June 30th and July 1st. That's a Saturday and Sunday. You know what I heard today, Brad? What? Okay, so <gasps> what the um, the girl who plays who originally played Buffy? Buffy. Uh, she got arrested. Swanson. She got arrested in Canada for beating up her boyfriend. Are you serious? Ex-wife. Yeah. Did you read this on Wikipedia? Uh, no, I heard huh? it on, on like a celebrity news this morning. Uh-oh. I wonder if that means she won't be here or not. Well, you know what? If she doesn't make it, I'm not heartbroken. <laughs> yeah, I'm not either. I never
1: saw <laughs> Buffy, nor did I see the Phantom. She mm. was in that. Um. Anyway, it's going to be in Richardson at the Richardson Civic Center. General admission is $5, kids 12 and under free, and free parking. That's a pretty mm. good deal.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. It, it is a small venue, but it's still fun. Yeah. It, man, it... It's so small, it does get packed, though. Remember the last time we went? Well, this year, so far, the um,
1: media guests they've announced were were Christy Swanson, Swanson, uh, Buffy, Robert Beltran, Chakotay of Star Trek Voyager is going to be there. I might dig that. Yeah, I would like to, to meet him, actually. Billy West. Who does the voice of Fry and others
0: oh on my Futurama? Gosh. I am so excited about that he because does, I, I know you don't like the series. I love Futurama. And, he does and Ren I and Stimpy. I never saw. I never saw
1: Ren and Stimpy. I watched one episode of Futurama mm-hmm. and uh, was not impressed.
0: Love me some Futurama. <laughs> oh darn!
1: I thought I actually thought that said boring, but it says boing. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, you know what's right next to boring? Boring. Yeah, okay, you should
0: rearrange that. That's yeah, that's bad planning. Um. He does uh the red M&M on the on, the, on those <laughs> M&M commercials. You know what? I'm I'm the non-speaking uh um turquoise M&M in that commercial. Are yeah, you? that's me. He did uh he does a voice of Bugs Bunny in the Space Jam movie. Oh yeah. And more. Bi- Bi- and Billy West on the on the um on the Futurama um what do you call it when they talk commentary. Uh he's just very funny. He adds so much to <laughs> what's going on and just a funny talented guy. Cool. Oh, he's also Skeet in Justice League Unlimited.
1: Oh, for real? Yeah. Cool.
0: Okay, so enough about that. Well, no, I'm not I'm not done. You're not done?
1: Mary Oyaya? I don't
0: know who Oyaya. that is.
1: Oyaya. She uh is Jedi Master Luminara Unduli in the Star Wars episodes 2 and 3.
0: Here, let me see a pic. Which one is she?
1: She has the she had that little um diamond-shaped checkerboard gotcha, pattern her. on her on her uh chin. Yeah. She had the, like the green skin, purple lips and the diamond checkerboard that went from her bottom lip down past her the underside of her chin yeah she looked like she had dribbled or yeah something. like she'd spilled something a couple of guests are gonna be uh herb Trimpe, marvel legend he's the guest of honor actually real old um artist for marvel looking forward to meeting him bill willingham the writer of fables is gonna be there uh, local guy uh, josh howard artist of dead at 17 and he he works for viper comics um James O'Barr, the creator of The Crow, and oh. uh, Christian Donaldson, artist of Supermarket, DMZ, and Fallen Angel.
0: Now, that one, I'm, I'm interested in reading Supermarket, because just the artwork kind of intrigues me a little mm-hmm. bit, And um, but you said the writer is actually going to be there? Of Supermarket?
1: Supermarket? Well, no, artist. Christian, oh, okay. Christian oh, Donaldson, oh, be the exciting. artist. Okay. Um, Matthew Sturges, co-writer of Jack of Fables, co-writer along with Bill Willingham, mm-hmm. and an upcoming Top Secret Vertigo project. Cool. Brian Denham, artist of Iron Man, Hyper Velocity, and the new Nova series. Uh, Jamie Mendoza, anchor of X-Men and Uncanny X-Men. And uh, Ben Dunn, creator and artist of Ninja High School. And then there are a couple more, too. So, those are always fun, you know, looking through some dollar bins and maybe some half-price trade bins. Mm -hmm. And my 12-year-old loves it. So, speaking of my 12-year-old, I made her read Mouse Guard. Okay. I I didn't force her to read it, but I had the... CGS was talking about it, and, you know, they've been talking about this book forever, and I thought, that's, that's just weird, you know, it's, it's a book about mice, who wants to read a book about mice, and I read it, and it's really good, I was very impressed.
0: Yeah, you went out and bought the hardback, I bought the hardback, at, after, um, they interviewed, after, after they interviewed comic, David, speak, interviewed. David
1: Peterson, yeah, uh, Mouse Guard is published by Arkea Studios Press, um, the so what you think? I loved it. I thought it was it it it, it wasn't written for kids. Mm-hmm. It was it wasn't written. I didn't feel like I was being written down to, mm-hmm. you know. In fact, my when my daughter when I told her about it and I showed it to her, she kind of rolled her eyes and went, "That sounds silly, dad. I don't think I want to waste my time." And I said, "I promise you'll like it if you read it." So she got about 4 issues through the Six-issue hardback, and we had to leave, she, so she left the book where it was. And she says, put a bookmark in there, Dad. Oh, good. Yeah, so she enjoyed it. She liked the art. She said it was a little kind of hard to follow sometimes, mm-hmm. which I found myself going back. After I'd read a few pages, I'd go back and I'd read them, reread them again. I liked it. I, it was not a kid's story, but I think kids could enjoy it because the mice get all ninja, you know, on certain <laughs> protecting other other uh, mice and it, it was really cool. It's I actually liked it a lot.
0: I um I've heard it compared to Watership Down, which I've never read the book but I've seen the movie Watership Down. And uh you know, that's about uh, a warren of rabbits and uh them going to war and stuff like that. And that's actually the movie's actually it's beautiful and it's you know, it's it's not a kids movie. I mean, it's definitely PG PG-13 maybe. But, you know, that movie came out this Is that 70s. the one
1: where the guy gets shot at the end?
0: Uh, there are no humans in the movie.
1: Okay, then I'm thinking it's, of something it's all, else.
0: It's all rabbits.
1: I'm thinking of something else. Mm. But, um, it's, I would recommend it. It's, um, it's very different and it's not silly. Thought it was, and I would thank CGS for hyping it up so much. Cool. By the way, the first issue of that they said was going on eBay for like a hundred bucks.
0: I've been looking for the first issue it sold out. Uh, <laughs> the first yeah. printing.
1: Yeah, the first printing is like a hundred bucks.
0: Okay. Well, let's get to the meat of this, Brad, which, uh, you know, it's the summertime. Summer blockbusters are coming out and uh, superhero movies are, are abound and this week, separately, we saw uh, Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer and just first impressions shiny
1: (laughs) the silver surfer was cool i have never been interested in the silver surfer as a character never wanted to read his comics but actually seeing him on the screen i was just like dang (laughs) that is cool it was pretty i I immediately went out the next day can immediately be the next day is that Kind of immediately, mm, kind of immediately, yeah, immediately. I shortly been. thereafter, there you go. Went out to Walmart's, and I got the uh, Marvel Legends exclusive uh, special edition, whatever Silver Surfer uh, figure, action uh-huh. figure. It's on my desk at home. Cool, it's really nice. So
0: overall, the movie
1: though, um, uh, just first impressions. First, I loved first, it, loved it. I, I loved, loved
0: it. it too. I loved
1: it. I had two negative comments, uh-huh. but uh, I loved it. I thought it was great. Can, and, oh,
0: spoiler! Spoiler alert!
1: Yeah, that is we, right.
0: Spoiler alert! So we will be talking about plot twists and things like that. Spoiler alert! Um, sorry, my finger hit the button again. Just, just talking spoiler about. Spoiler alert! Hang, I'm
1: sorry, hang on.
0: <laughs> okay, is it? Do you have, are you? Do you have greasy hands? Spoiler alert! I just wanted to make sure that it. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Right. Um, you're going. I I see your finger. <laughs> You're gonna, tut, you're gonna click it. Ooh, I like that. Okay, a nice music sting. Did you? Um, what were you? What did you
1: expect going into the movie?
0: Well, um, okay, I, stop. How did you feel about the first movie? Uh, I thought it was okay. I'm not a big fan of of the origin movies because you know maybe it's just I'm familiar with. What the about Spider Man One? Spider uh, Man uh, One. Spider Man Two. I love more than Spider Man One um okay uh batman begins is probably the exception um but uh so the first one you know they get their powers they have to do their first battle and stuff like that this movie though i love the way it started because it's the guys in an airport they're superheroes but yet they're dealing with kind of everyday problems right i love that scene going to the airport um they're kind of rock stars but not really they're 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 hanging out with everyday people they don't have this problem with secret identities and stuff granted the thing couldn't get away with having a secret identity but um i love the way human torch kind of channeled booster gold a little bit there's a scene where he he comes out with the new uniforms that has uh corporate logos right it's full of logos um Speaking of which, though, I thought that the product placement it did bug me just a little bit in it. I noticed one or two of those. There was a circuits. There was one that I thought Circuit oh, yeah. City was circuit just City. a prevalent. Yeah, uh, the thing drinking a Slurpee, which that was a really short scene. I
1: don't think I noticed that.
0: And um, the other one was, it's got a Hemi. The oh, fantastic- the fantastic
1: car! Yeah, that, it, was, it said Dodge right on the front.
0: That kind of bugged me a little bit.
1: I hope Dodge paid out the butt for that.
0: Yeah, that. I mean, if had they taken that out that that would have because I did roll my eyes. Ugh. Yeah, um, had so much fun with it. Uh, the plot was good. I'm not familiar with the original story, but it, it seems to me that they that they stayed somewhat true. I know a little bit of it. Um, God, they just they just did such a good job. It, it, that movie so. made me happy it was fun it got right to the action it was all these all these kind of everyday problems that these people face but they're superheroes and there is a camp level to that but I think, I think that's what the Fantastic Four is There, there is a camp to them I think it's
1: inherent in that whole family situation yes you know John and Ben Johnny and Ben have always been going at it ever since yes and I think it would be silly to ignore that in the movie, and I think they played it up really good. Like in the first movie, the thing's sleeping, and Johnny sprays shaving cream in his in his yeah, hand, and yeah. he's tickling. He's trying to tickle the thing's face, and he ends up doing it, and he smashes the the um,
0: his hand in the shaving face cream. cream. The shaving cream. cream. cream yeah.
1: Face, yeah, I thought it was funny, but um, again, the second movie, you know it would be silly to ignore that and there was more of that kind of stuff you yeah. know and uh, it was but then again i think that it also gave johnny a chance to to finally take some responsibility and and uh, of course spoiler alert you know he saves the day yeah. in the end basically oh okay that that brings up a third negative okay well I let's have. talk a, let, let's yeah. talk
0: about your negatives right now um
1: the first negative I have is Doctor Doom it was totally mm-hmm. unnecessary.
0: What was up with that? And I'm not sure how I'm not sure how he got activated, Brad. Well, when when the surfer was
1: flying across uh-huh. the Earth, you know, like when it when it flew across mm-hmm. um, New York, all the lights went out. Right. right. When it flew across Latveria, it kind of left this residual cosmic energy that mm-hmm. that hit. Um, Dr. Doom and kind of woke him up. That's yeah. what I got so, from okay. I thought
0: that was very weak. Yeah, I agree with that.
1: He was like Dr. Doom light. Yeah. You know, I, they could have done without bringing Dr. Doom back at I all. Agree. At all in that movie. Um, number two was Jessica Alba's contact lenses. Mm-hmm. Those She looked like a freak of nature with those weird eyes. Yeah. And it almost looked like they kept changing colors shades of blue throughout the movie which was very odd
0: you know um jessica alba she's she's a good actor she's a solid actress. she's a beautiful woman but you know what there are other solid actresses who are blonde yes. blue-eyed who could have played that part and still done it justice i agree uh, i felt I that way in the first movie th- it's not an acting thing it's it's the way she looks and yeah. I I guess maybe they, they chose her just for a uh, male appeal, maybe. That that's all I could think of. But there wasn't really any I mean, you know, she she was dressed real pretty and stuff like that, and there was that one kind of comical scene where she where she became uh Oh, you remember in the first movie she ended up in her underwear? but that was a real short scene. Funny. Yeah, yeah And in remember. this one, when the flames went off and our clothes burnt off, but, I mean, you couldn't see anything. I think the movie was PG. Or it PG was, 15. actually. was PG.
1: Yeah. Which so, surprised me because the word ass was in it at least once, possibly really? twice. Yeah.
0: So, uh, I, the only thing I could think of is the only reason he have her in there is male appeal. Silly. Yeah. And what was your third? Well, the third, okay, I just thought of it. Oh, my daughter actually
1: pointed it out. When Johnny encountered the surfer, it, Reed even says, it changed your DNA or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he was able to switch powers with whatever member of the Fantastic Four that he touched. Right. You know, Thing walked up and basically touched him on purpose just so he could stop being the Thing for a minute. And uh-huh. he got his flame powers and stuff. But so every time he touched one of them, they would switch powers. You know, uh, he, he switched powers with his sister and she became the human torches, mm-hmm. you know. But at the end of the movie, when he touched all three of them at the same time, he absorbed their powers, all three of them. But my daughter said, Daddy, how come at the end he didn't switch powers with the rest of them? Instead, he got all their powers. And I thought, I don't know, that's kind of weird. It was almost like the writer's. Put themselves in a corner, and they said, "Oh, you know, this time he'll just take everybody else's powers." And yeah, um, kind okay,
0: of. But again, it's a superhero movie. You gotta Cause if really had, suspend disbelief. On, th- I mean, you know, first of all, we have to believe that someone can turn into a flame and fly around. Right. So, I mean, that didn't that didn't bother me. But I mean, I guess I could see it being a little bit of a, of a script hole.
1: Okay, now that I think about it, at the end of the movie. There was a portion of it, while, when Johnny was doing his super scroll thing. When mm-hmm. you know, when he basically had all their powers, mm-hmm. is that what turned the thing back into Ben Grimm human? Because he was human for a while. Remember, he got up in the, he climbed up in the, um, the big crane, yeah. and was able to knock Doom away into the river or whatever. Is that what made thing? Uh,
0: I don't human recall. again.
1: I don't recall. Maybe. I mean, that's what happened the first time when Johnny mm-hmm. and Thing did that. They they switched powers, and Thing turned human.
0: I seem to remember that Johnny landed on the ground, and he kind of gave Ben a pat on the back, and then he and turned... It, into- he turned back
1: into the Thing. Right. But I'm thinking, and this goes along with what Ashley was thinking. Okay, so that's pretty much what happened at the end when he, he touched all three hands at the same time. Right. The torch took all their powers. Apparently, none of them got his flame power. Right. Because if... Ben was flammable. Flammable. He instead of climbing the um.
0: Yeah, you're thinking. Crane, it, you're, you're thinking if, about it way too much. I don't think so. Instead of climbing yeah.
1: up to the crane, he would have either flamed up to the crane, or mm-hmm. he would have just gone and fought Doom yeah. as Mister Flame Thing.
0: I mean, uh, what you're saying is valid, but yeah,
1: but it was it was my twelve year old who uh, who pointed that out. She liked it. My eight and a half year old loved it. I mean, they both loved it, so it was good times.
0: You know, I gotta ask good you times about times are had by all. I gotta ask you about the crane because that confused me. But apparently, I missed a scene. So when Ben, in his human form, towards the end of the movie, climbed up that crane, see, I missed that scene. He used a crane to to knock. Uh, see, at that Dr. point, Doctor Doom. At so, that point,
1: Doom was, had the sur- had the surfer's surfboard, uh-huh. and Johnny, you know, became the super scroll like mm-hmm. deal to go and separate Doom from the surfboard. And he just had an assist from from Ben from Ben Grimm, who basically used the crane to knock
0: Doom away. I guess okay. It you know, like you said, suspension of disbelief. Yeah. Okay. I guess I didn't catch that scene. I didn't. I just remember him going up the crane, controlling it, but I didn't catch what he did. Well, did so you fall asleep or something. I don't. I just didn't. It didn't connect. I didn't. I didn't. I thought maybe that was a film film flub. A faux pas. Faux pas. Um. But overall, I think it's good. I know the movie is getting banned, uh, panned, panned. I, panned by some people. Uh, they they don't think it's very good. I think I think the camp level is right. I think the camp level is good. I have my pop up blocker up. Yeah, I'm i I'm
1: seeing if I can call up Yahoo Movies real quick to find out how much it made.
0: Fifty three million. Okay, there you have it. Only fifty three, huh? Yeah, that surprises me actually. Yeah. Hmm. Oh well. But it it had some, you know, it has other competition in that, you know, the pirate movie. You know, there's still people who love that pirate movie. There's still people that love. Uh, Knocked Up came out last week, and I think that movie is I just saw doing 15 minutes of that
1: And about what myself watching that, that was that seemed to be pretty fun. And that
0: that's on my list. I just just haven't yeah. seen it. But overall, I love the movie. Um, high praise. I'd give it three, you know, three and a half out of five. I'd, I'd give it four out of five just because mm. I enjoyed it so much. Hey, they um they they just did a really good job with it. I, it, it was fun. You know what? I'll go out the limb and say that movie isn't for everyone. And the Surfer was shiny. Yeah, and he was and Lawrence cool. Fishburne sounded cool as his voice. Hey, what did you think about Jessica Alba when she was talking to him in the um uh in in the bunker and he turns on his tummy TV. Where she has to watch the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was kind
1: of weird. That was kind of weird. Just, that struck He kind of had
0: like a Teletubby moment yeah, there. Yeah, the tummy TV.
1: <laughs> I expected Jessica Alba to go, again, again, again. <laughs> yeah, that was weird.
0: Yeah, uh, good good times though, enjoyed it. Um, you know, pre- um, the previews for, for the upcoming movies, did you see the one for Underdog?
1: Yeah, I don't know if I want to see that or I'm not. I'm my, eight, like... my eight-year-old wants to, and I'm like,
0: all right. Yeah, you know, it, may, it may be geared more towards kids, but I it just watching the previews made me. Made there was me happy. one I saw one preview. I saw I can't even remember now. It was called
1: August something. It was about this kid who uh,
0: August music or August melody.
1: August something. It was this kid that like was very musical, musically mm-hmm. talented, and it looks really cool. I I love music, so it's kind of my deal. Okay. All right. All
0: right. That's it. Yeah, we're it. All right, guys. We want to thank you so much for listening. Um, Again, you're always invited to drop us an email or comment on the website or at halfhourwasted.gmail.com. Uh, we'll be back more on schedule. Probably put yes. something out uh, this Next weekend. Week? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Guys, thank you for listening to A Half Hour Wasted. So long.